From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770-CHQR. Right. Uh, I bet you our next guest has a thought or two on what's going on in the NFL. It's a real pleasure to be joined by the all-time leading receiver in the Canadian Football League, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Uh, Nick Lewis joins us tonight. Hey, Nick, how you doing? How's it going? I'm very good, well, I'm thank good. you very much. More importantly, how how are you doing? You know, uh, Stan Peter fans hated to see that this weekend when you, you go down with an injury. Yeah, you know, I just felt something I'd never felt before. Um, I've had a deep heel bruise uh, the last probably five weeks, and it's been keeping me on my toes a lot. And I think I just tweaked something in my hamstrings just been uh, from the way I've been running. So I'm doing everything I can to make sure I can – make this trip and be on the field. Everybody knows this is an important one for me. Yeah, t- true enough. So so there, you're saying there's a chance, Nick? Oh, there's a great chance. I feel good. Uh, really? It's a, it's a lot better than it was two days ago. Um, I was just having shooting pains in my hamstring when I was trying to walk, and it wouldn't allow me to walk. And that's the only reason they were uh, carrying me off the field. But after about an hour or so, I was able to walk without the shooting pains. And now I just have some general tightness and things like that. So if I can get my hamstring uh, to feeling good, I plan on practicing Wednesday. And if that goes well, then I'll be on the field. Okay, well, that's, that's certainly good news. Now, the, the talk this weekend was you were going for an MRI. Uh, did you go for an MRI, and have you got any results yet? Yeah, I got one today. I don't, I don't know the results yet. I'll find out tomorrow. But okay. uh, I got the MRI. Um, I really don't care what it says. I just know how I feel. And and we'll go forward from there. Well, I I can understand that because you know uh, the, we 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 always think the worst in this business when you see a player you know helped off the field, carried off the field. You think, oh man, this is not the way Nick Lewis wants to end his career. We want to see Cal- we want to see Nick Lewis play in Calgary. We want to see him finish this year because you know whether or not it's your final year. I know you sort of told us it's ninety nine percent chance that it will be your final year. Uh, this is not the way you want to end your season, Nick. No, not at all. And and I mean the way it happened, and you go back and look, it's a non contact. So you could think Achilles, you could think, you know, did his knee, something with his knee. There's so many different things now with non-contact injuries that you don't know how bad it was or bad it is. And uh, so I just know that I'm feeling better and I'm looking forward to the challenge of I'm getting back on the field and putting on a show for those fans. Yeah, well, Stampeder fans would love to hear that. Worst case scenario, you can't play. But, but I've got to think Montreal would still bring you to Calgary, wouldn't they, Nick? Oh, my flight's already booked to come back Monday, so I mean, okay. <laughs> you know, I'll be there. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's good to know because uh, I know the Nick Lewis Nation is certainly uh, uh, waiting to see you. And uh, and and as you said, this is a special game. This is one you probably marked on the calendar because uh, it's always something special coming back to Calgary, isn't it? it, it it's special to play in front of those fans again, um, and it's also special to play against my friends. You know, um, it's probably the closest friends outside of my current teammates that I have in this league and it's always bragging rights. And, you know, when I come there in the off season and I hang out with Alex Singleton and, and lefty, you know, uh, Smith and clay and all those guys in Dinwiddie, I just have such a connection and, and talking to Dave throughout the off season and, uh, being able to like, even right now, knowing we're the only team to beat them in this mm-hmm. league right now is, is pretty special for me. But, uh, I, I know Dave hasn't lost at home and that's something on my list. You know, as far as a competitive edge and a competitive thing, it's nothing personal. I mean, they treated me with respect. 
Uh, the day I left, they treated me with respect when I came back, and they've always treated me with respect, and I treat them with the same class and, and respect. So it's just competitive nature to to want to play the best and see how you and see how you go. It's almost like you could read my mind because you knew where I was going to go with my next question. Calgary Stampeders are the best team in the league. They've only lost once. Their only loss came against the Montreal Alouettes. And I know this has been a tough year, uh, you know, for the organization on the field. Only three wins. It's a, it's a long losing streak. Uh, but at least you can say you beat, you know, the Calgary Stampeders. But what's going on with this team right now, Nick? Because uh, th- there seems to be, uh, you know, obviously a coach has already been fired. Cavis Reed has had to step in on the sidelines. Uh, there seems to be some discontent connect with this organization? Oh, you know, I, I think that in this organization, man, uh, Andrew Wettenhall has stepped up this year and started to take more of a leadership role and, you know, making itself visible more. Uh, Patrick Bovin has, has come in and done a great job, and, and, I, and I think Cavis has done a, a amazing job. Um, you know, when you, when you go through coaches and, and go through things like that, and there's different things that go on, um, behind the scenes and, um, you know, a lot of guys were going through things. Um, I was very unhappy when we cut, we released two Hall of Famers, you know, and Javon Johnson and, and Ryan Phillips, you know, and it's not always the GM's choice. It's, you know, the coaches pick their teams and, and things like that. So we, we we're in a position to where I felt like we had a team that was very competitive uh, early in the season and then – now we're a little bit younger. Uh, we had six Canadians go down one week, and everybody knows it's hard to replace Canadian talent. And that's it's something that's very hard when you when you have Canadians go down like that, and you have to replace and, and move the ratio. It changes the whole dynamic of your team. Boy, so true. Nick Lewis, special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, how is your your good friend Darian Durant handling it? Because this has not been a banner season for for Darian. No, it hasn't. Um, you know, my thing is, is I try to keep his spirits up, and and I understand the pressures of going from one team your whole career to changing teams and wanting to go out and prove and go out and show people that you can still play at a high level and you can do those things. And sometimes we're, we're counterproductive against ourselves. But at the same time, I mean, he's a professional, and he understands where he goes wrong. We understand as an offense where we go wrong. And, you know, we're in a growing phase again. Um, Anthony's back at the helm, and um, we're still growing, you know, growing to him. He's growing in as a as an OC still, and, you know, he doesn't have a lot of experience at it. So this is something that we, we've come together and we're doing. I always tell people, look at Kevin. I mean, look at the season Kevin Glenn's having. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's so true. Uh, Nick, I, I am running out of time, but but I do have to ask you, you know, you're, I consider you a Canadian, but I, I know you're a proud American. Uh, what's going on right now, you know, with the, the President of the United States, you know, calling out the NFL? You know, he got into it with the NBA uh, this weekend as well. We saw what the sketch when Rough Riders did yesterday, linking arms. Uh, we're seeing even Jerry Jones, you know, kneeling today with the, uh, or tonight for Monday Night Football with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, what are your thoughts on what's going on here? I mean, it's turned into a show. You know, people are kneeling, but they're still not talking about the issue. We, we, we're talking about people kneeling. We're not talking about the issue of injustice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Colin kneeled to bring attention to in, the injustice that's going on. You're exactly everybody right. Else is kneeling, everybody else is kneeling right now because of something Trump said. You're an SOB if you kneel. So everybody's kneeling to prove Trump wrong 
or to say something against Trump, but they're not talking about what's actually going on. And that's the problem I have with it. It just looks like a spectacle now because it's, you're not kneeling or showing unity when, when you should have done it when Colin did it. And if you really wanted to show them justice, like Ray Lewis is kneeling when he just was totally against it. Mm-hmm. No, you know, it, you got guys kneeling that was totally against it. You're right. And, and, and I, this, this, and is a pro, this is a protest against the president of the United States. I, I firmly believe that because you're right about Colin Kaepernick. He took a knee because he had a stand against social justice. He, you know, he obviously had an issue with police brutality against African-Americans in the United States. And that was his stand. It wasn't it wasn't a disrespect of the flag. It wasn't a disrespect of the national anthem. You know, he was he was standing against social justice. And I, I, I respect Colin Kaepernick for that. I'll tell you this. It's going to be hard to find one American that doesn't have a close relative that has fought in a war or been in the military. Um, I know both of my grandfathers have been in the military and one died in in, uh, the Vietnam War. Um, I know the injustice. I know uh, when they fought the Nazis, how the Nazis prisoners had seats and the blacks didn't on the way back. Um, So you capture people that you're fighting against and they have seats and you don't have a seat on the way back. I know that there's so many injustices, uh, and I know we've come a long way, but I also know that when you look at PETA and you look at all these different organization groups that go out to spread knowledge about these organizations, I think that's what it should be, is spreading knowledge. And at the end of the day, just respect the person next to you. Like, you don't have to deal with them. If somebody believes something different next to you, who cares? Just keep going. But I, I, I tell you a, what. This has turned into an absolute spectacle over the Trump over Trump and not over what we should be talking about. I respect you, and I respect your opinions, and I think you uh, you summed it up very, very well. Nick, and, and the other good news is I hope you are going to be healthy. I hope you can play on Friday night. I know the Stampeder Nation and the Nick Lewis Nation is hoping that's the case as well. So uh, good luck with your injury, of man. Course. And Brandon Smith missed the first game. He's back now. That's true. i got to come get Brandon this business. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, i got to well, come get Smitty this business. <laughs> he's playing well right now. Yeah. I'm proud of him. Well, the, the Stampeder defense is playing well. There's no question about that. Hey, Nick, uh, really appreciate your time and uh, can't wait to see you on Friday night. Thank you. Have a great one. All right. Nick Lewis of the Calgary. That was a slip of the Montreal Alouettes used to be with the Calgary Stampeders. We're going to wrap things up with the sports geek of the day. Go nowhere. Keep it locked on News Talk 770.